0: W-H-H-F-M FM Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines, your eye on the community on High 96 3.
1: And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you live from downtown Indianapolis in the Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC Studios on this Sunday, November 14th, 2021. As always, i have got a good show for you. We've got a show where some folks need you. Uh, We'll tell you about a community organization that is working uh, to make sure... Our homeless neighbors have everything that they need as we go into the holiday season. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's ab- about providing a meal, but this year they're going to do something different. And that's make sure that they have the supplies that they need to get them through uh, the cold months of winter, November, December, January we'll tell you how you can help make the difference with that because they need your help to get it done. They're going to impact about a 1,000 people right here in Indianapolis, and we have the details on that coming up. Uh, we'll also this morning talk to one of our community leaders who is always helping out somebody. But this week, you guys, he and his wife need your help. You remember D. Ross, one of our community leaders who is, uh, you know, this time of year is normally doing a Thanksgiving turkey drive. Um, he's in need of help. His entire home just north of downtown burned down this week, uh, and he lost everything. Uh, He and his wife are okay. He just got out of the hospital. He inhaled too much smoke. uh, Trying to go inside the house and get his dog, which did not make it and passed away. Uh, And so while he needs help, this dude is still trying to do uh, his turkey Thanksgiving giveaway. We'll talk about how you can help both him and his wife and the cause that uh, is so important to him that when the man has literally lost everything, he is still trying to help other people. We'll talk with D. Ross coming up this morning at 830. Uh, and we'll also like to hear from you uh, throughout the show. Uh, all that and much more coming up here. But first, let's get you caught up on what is happening today in the news. Indiana's Attorney General Todd Rokita wants Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, that is to be kept out of Indiana's classrooms. Rokita released an advisory opinion recommending that public schools treat Black Lives Matter as a political organization. It comes after getting a request to do so from Indiana Senator John Crane of Avon and Representative Michelle Davis of Whiteland. Rokita says promoting or displaying some politically based material while prohibiting the promotion or display of others could create a liability for schools and could violate the First Amendment. IMPD has arrested two suspects believed to be connected to a string of armed robberies across Indianapolis. Police say 17-year-old Christopher Rochello and 18-year-old Makai Rosenthal are among two of the suspects they've been looking for in multiple robbery cases. The pair has been connected to six gas station robberies just south of downtown and on the west side of Indy. WISH-TV reports they are now both facing a list of felony charges. State health officials say 4 out of 10 Hoosier adults are still not fully vaccinated against COVID-19. The Indiana Department of Health says 59.8% of Indiana residents 18 and older are now fully vaccinated. According to the Associated Press, Indiana's hospitalizations due to COVID-19 have been trending down since about mid-September, but those hospitalizations have been climbing again over the past week. In the forecast, yeah, it is that time to talk about some snow. We won't get much today, but, you know, maybe up to a half an inch or just enough to coat the grass. We might get up to about 40, 41 degrees today, and that means the roof at Lucas Oil Stadium will be closed this afternoon as the Colts post Jacksonville. Tomorrow, we are dry and cold with a high of 42. Right now, it is 35 degrees, and yes, It has been snowing this morning in Indy. At 806 here on this uh, Sunday morning, it's time to talk about how you can help uh, make the difference in the lives of thousands of people here in central Indiana. A couple of our, uh, Local groups uh, who are working throughout the year are, are really hitting it hard this time of year with uh, trying to make sure everybody has what they need. Uh, normally, the Black Entrepreneur Project and Don't Sleep are working together uh, to, to make sure that uh, folks have a Thanksgiving meal. And then they usually do a little something different. But, you know, the past two years, let alone, have been different from anything we've ever experienced in our lifetime. And that has caused them to change their focus just a little bit. Uh, on, on what it is and how it is they are going to be helping uh, people in Indianapolis to tell us who they'll be helping and what they need to get the job done is Raven Ragell. She joins us on our live line this morning. Good morning, Raven.
0: Good morning.
1: So good to have how you. Are how are you? you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. Um, you guys are busy. Yeah. And you're always busy because you're, you're working down at the state house with the Indiana Black Caucus as well. But this time of year, you're extra busy. Yeah. So what are you guys up to?
0: Well, we are hosting our fourth annual Feed the Streets. Um, as you said, traditionally we feed people and we give them a hot meal for Thanksgiving. Um, but for the last few years, we've also expanded on doing care kits. Um, The care kits is something that Don't Sleep has been doing for easily seven, eight years. But we wanted to incorporate that into this project. And this year we sat down and we looked at the numbers and we found that we did 500 care kits last year and we said, okay, with so many people affected by evictions, And the crisis that is the pandemic that's still taking place, right? Like, let us not forget Mm -hmm. that although many people are vaccinated, many people are still suffering, Mm -hmm. which means many people can't work and many people can't get to the things that they need to make sure that them or their families are okay. And so this year we have... It, we've decided to double our amount of care packages and care packages are more than just food. They're toiletries. They're things to keep people warm in the cold. They're things to help people smile a bit. You know, we, we try to, to look at what is happening in the world and how we can use our time and our resources to either better it, prevent it, or do what we can to just tackle it.
1: So this year, not going to be giving out food, right? No. Instead, you're going to give out these care baskets. Tell us what's in the care basket.
0: Yeah, so traditionally in the care package, you're looking at, so basically there is a little bit of food, right? There's granola. There is protein bars, things that can help give people energy. Um, There is water. There's toothpaste face wash, soap, deodorant, toothbrushes, washcloths, socks, hand warmers, you know, those little packages that help people warm up in the cold. There are hygiene items for those who need it. There are wipes. There are things that you basically would just need if you wanted to help feel a little bit better. Um, and then we try to fill them to the brim, right? So there's usually upwards of about 20 items in a care pack. We try to get as much as we could in those bags and then distribute them.
1: So tell us who are the people that's going to be getting these and how do you know that these are the folks who need you?
0: Yeah. So we're very, very fortunate to have a pulse on the community in which we work with various community organizations who actually send teams out to the streets where those people experiencing homelessness are centralized. Um, and so our kits usually go to a few. We usually distribute them a few different ways. One, we take some to the shelters. Two, we give those to the teams, the street teams. Who then distribute them among the camps. Three, we also give them to our volunteers, and we say, "Hey, can you created back today. Take a few with you. And if you see someone experiencing homelessness, you see someone in need, you, you find a way to stop safely and safely distribute it. So remember, the keyword is safe. So don't stop in the middle of the street. <laughs> don't stop in the middle of the tent on a Wednesday at four p.m. Um, and make sure you're masked and make sure that person is masked, right? Because we also have to be, you know, cognizant of the fact that a pandemic happens and our neighbors who might not be experiencing the best of times they're an extreme risk, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't want to put them at risk either. So you take some of those kits and you distribute them and we always request that if you're going to distribute something if you're going to give someone a care kit you have a conversation you remember the humanity in them there's no pity there's listen we are all one crazy or terrible incident away from experiencing homelessness no no mm-hmm. thought of our own mm-hmm. so when you go out there and you help you make sure you help with the servant's heart. you make sure you go out there and you do what you can to build a rapport um, and see what we can do
1: we are on the air this morning with raven ragel she is representing the black entrepreneur project and don't sleep as they get ready to send out care packages this holiday season and they need your help if you can help uh, with either bringing donations or or getting things out or getting things assembled. I'm going to ask Raven here in a second on what are some of the things she needs help with. But um, call us, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696, and see how uh, you can help uh, pitch in. And, and Raven, if folks know, I, I know you got, you know, places you know where folks are, um, but uh, – could, can folks call in and say, hey, you might want to check over here. I've, I've seen some more people just kind of hanging out in this particular area who might need you.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. Right? We know that After the holidays, and as we get closer to the holidays, the amount of people who will actually be heading into the eviction process, in the middle of the eviction process, or already a victim of the eviction process, the numbers will rise incredibly. Mm -hmm. So if you know a place that we need to be, we are servants, right? So we're not afraid to be told, hey, go here, or do this, or think about that. Because if you are afraid, or if you are hostile, then, you shouldn't be serving.
1: <laughs> so if you know uh, of some place where they need to direct these resources, give us a call. Up oh, As soon as I said that, all the phone lines just rang. Uh, so we're probably going to get some tips on on where people should think, think you should go, but tell us what you need help with, because you've got to build these care packages and you need the manpower and I'm assuming the donations to do it.
0: Yes. When I tell you we need people to donate, I know that during the holidays, People are always doing drives, right? I get it. Everyone needs help. But one thing to remember is see the streets. Although we do the distribution during the holidays, we are standing drive, which means we are always collecting. So we definitely need more supplies, not just to sustain us for this distribution, but to prepare us for the next distribution. So we need your donations. We need money right i'm not Mm -hmm. afraid to ask Mm -hmm. for money (laughs) i ain't mad (laughs) at you money we need volunteers we need people to get out here with us on november 27th and help us put some kits together and then take them out to the streets we need everything that you can give even if you can just give a few minutes of your time
1: well i think you got some folks who want to help in one way or another so let's go to the phone lines and see who is online too caller good morning who's this
2: I just want to critique her program. She's representing the uh, oh minority, uh, black minorities over at the house. They need to be working on legislation to stop some of these laws from being passed that are causing homelessness. Now, other than going out and handing somebody that's living under a bridge, a package with stuff they can't really use in that and have no uh, reason to use to assuage their own guilt or the atrocities they are committing, they need to stop that. And if she's involved with black business here in this city, she needs to go and ask uh, Marshawn Wally and Tony what they're doing with that money. that They've already spent $5 million with to help black businesses, not to come out and pass out uh, pity packages at Christmas and uh, other stuff. Uh, the Black Caucus, I mean, they need to change their program. I mean, they are causing us to be in this position. We need to go down to the Urban League and get Tony Mason and make him tell us what he's done with that money, what he's done with the float on that money, and uh, where, he's, where he's spending that, because he's been hiding, he's been quiet as a mouse, Cameron. You know we brought this up three or four weeks ago. Tony have had time to come to media to be transparent, and it's so disingenuous for anybody connected with black business to come on talking about handing out pity packages, and uh, it's embarrassing. Thanks, uh, Cameron.
1: All righty. Thank you very much, uh, Larry. More callers here. 317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, Cameron. How are you doing this morning? I'm
1: good, sir. How are you?
3: Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I want to say greetings to everybody. Greetings to you guests. Uh, I want to uh, uh, humbly thank y'all for all that y'all doing. Here's a guy coming on. House burned down and still... Uh, wants to help the community, Uh, you know, and that's what types of uh, mentality that it takes in order to get out here and serve. So uh, I do all I can do uh, out here in the community. And I hope we do have an end game plan. Uh, But in the meantime, uh, uh, I just, I just want to say thank you to you guys. They're really, really out here trying to help us. And and I want to add this in Cameron Mm -hmm. that Tony Mason is doing everything that he possibly can to help our community. This brother has helped me, and, uh, you know, uh, he's very thorough. Uh, This brother, uh, I I just, I I don't like the attack on Tony Mason. Uh, I think it's unwarranted, uh, and I I totally know for a fact that it's false. Uh, This man is trying to help everybody that he possibly can, that is serving our community. He, and, I, and I'm going to go a step further and say that they gave me a financial donation, a financial donation. But before he gave that to me, he was thorough. He checked my website. He checked my business. I had to have a W nine. Uh, these people are not down there just giving money to just any, and, and just, if that's not true, and, and I just would like for the attack uh, uh for for Tony Mason to stop because this is not right uh and if any if Larry want to know anything he should call the national and not the and not the local chapter because he's asking questions that that applies to another part of the Urban League but right now the Indianapolis Urban League is trying to help our community in a positive manner. Well, and you I'm know what? Now the Urban League and Tony Mason and I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just so disappointed that that somebody would come on here and try to attack him like that. Well, sir,
1: well, you, uh, I'm sure Tony Mason appreciates that. And I'm, and I'm glad to hear that he was helpful to you, but uh, don't take the bait, man. You took the bait.
3: I know it. I know it. I know it, Cameron. I I just, I just can't, I just, when people are doing the right thing in our community and trying to help us and then for somebody to just say these things that are, uh, that are untrue, Uh, I just, I can't, I I just, it's not good for me. I can't, I I didn't take the bait. It's just that somebody need to tell this dude, you need to sit down and make sure that your facts are right. Well, hey, hey, look,
1: Paul, as Bernie Mac once said, if it don't apply... Let it fly. By the way, today's Bernie Mac's right. birthday. Happy birthday, well, well, Bernie! Well, Mac. Hey, so look, but before you go, before I you
3: go, but look, before you information, go. and I'll contact her and I'll come and help that organization any way that I can.
1: Well, I was gonna say, Ken, can, can we? How can we? How can she get your information? Because I know you're a helpful guy in the community, and you've probably seen some places uh, that could use a hand where you know some folks are hanging out.
3: Well, she can contact me at 317-646-3842. And then I don't mind people have my phone number. She can also come on my website, the House of Almighty dot uh, com, uh, to to, to I i i will be there to help any way that I can.
1: All right. We'll we'll check and see if you showed up. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you, sir. Uh 9696 three three nine ninety six ninety six. We're getting another call here on line three. Good morning. You're live on open lines. Who's this? Uh good,
4: good morning. Good morning. Um, how are you today, Karen? And God bless to all of y'all. Uh, I would I'm like well. to. I would like to know how can I get your contact so I can donate some things to you. I would really like to help out here. I am a, a Christian woman, so I like to give. And whatever I can do to help you, I'm willing to do it. So, you know, just give me a contact information, and I will get in contact with you. And so either you can pick stuff up from me, or I can try to get somebody to drop
1: it off. Oh, well, you have dialed the right number. Uh, Raven, what is the best way for her to get in contact with you?
4: Yeah, so do you have access to an Internet or an email account? Uh, yes, uh, my email uh one of my emails is uh diva v i v a forty nine forty at gmail dot com
1: and then raven what is your email
0: my email is raven R-A-E-V-E-N, dot r i d as in delta g as in girl e l l at gmail dot com
1: okay all right, well, oh. you, you two can hook up, and I'm sure she appreciates your help in advance. I yeah,
4: I mean, I mean, if I can help volunteer, I will do that, too, you know. Well, whatever I can do to help support you, just let me know.
0: Thank you for that wholeheartedly. I'm so enthusiastic you can't hear it because this weather is kicking my, my nasal. <laughs> but, yeah, okay.
4: thank you so much. Okay, thank you. You have a blessed day.
1: Thank you yes. so much. You. Uh-huh. All right, we're on the air this morning with Raven Ragell. She is up representing the Black Entrepreneur Project and Don't Sleep as they get ready to do their uh, holiday uh, drive, which normally involves, you know, a little ter- Thanksgiving dinner and whatnot. But this year it is going to be care packages uh, for folks who need it most, who are uh, out on the street, who are, a, who are without a roof on their head, and they need your help getting uh, donations uh, of the things that they're going to pass out, as well as assembling uh, these care packages, and then in some cases even delivering it. Before we wrap up with Raven, if you've got more questions for her, you can call us, 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Raven, before I let you go, um, mm-hmm. w- what what's the timeline look like? Because uh, Thanksgiving is coming, it is snowing, and the lights on the circle are already up, so we're getting close. We are getting super close. So, as I said, this is a
0: standing draw, which takes place more than one day. But we usually bring people together in the spirit of giving. On November 27th, we'll be at 1835 East 30th Street in Indianapolis, 46218, from 10 a.m., to 1 p.m. So if you want to donate to the kids and you want to get out and maybe distribute some kits or you just want to come and be a part of this, come join us as we prepare these kits, distribute them. And of course, if you have uh, clothing and blankets that you can give, we also donate those to the shelters as well. So Come on, come on, come on, be with us. The time is ticking and we need you. We need you, we need you, we need you. And my one request is that when this ends, when this Thanksgiving season ends, when this holiday season ends, and you return to your lives after the new year, don't forget that we are always in need. Everyone.
1: Amen.
0: Please continue to give outside of these
1: seasons. You've got another You've got another caller here, Raven. Let's get this real quick. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Daryl. Good morning, Daryl. What's on your mind? Hey,
2: I just wanted to call and offer my services. I have a pickup truck. and uh, That's I don't what know I'm talking if, about. If you might need help delivering or whatnot, but uh, I've been blessed. Uh, the good Lord has allowed me to, to uh, live and reach retirement age, and so I want to give back.
1: Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Awesome. Hey, man, how can I reach you?
2: Well, uh, let me give you my email. Yes, sir. It's at Daryl, that's D-A-R-R-E-L-L dot Childress, C-H-I-L-D-R-E-S-S at A-T-T dot net. Daryl Childress
1: at A-T-T dot net? Yep. Well, Daryl, thank you saying. so much.
2: Oh, you're very yeah. welcome, and thank you, Cameron. You do a wonderful job. I listen every Sunday morning, and just keep up the great work. And Th- thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Raven. Raven, is awesome when you get a call like Daryl.
0: It is. It is. They're all awesome, all of the calls. People taking the time but always matters.
1: Well, with that, Raven, give your information out one more time if folks are just tuning in and they're saying, hey, I didn't get a chance to call in, but I do want to offer my services. Give us your email and your contact one more time.
0: Yeah, so if you are interested in volunteering with Feed the Streets, you can reach me at raven, R A E B E N dot R I D G E L L at gmail.com. Or you can register at the actual Google Sheets form at bit.ly backslash Feed the Streets 4. And that's this word for, not the number for. So B I T dot L Y Backslash feed, F E E D, the T H E
1: Street, S T R E E T S, e, e, t, s, F O U R. All right, Raven, thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, I know you're working around year round, but especially this time. And it's been a difficult two years for everybody. And uh, as we're about to see, you can be in your house one moment and then you literally have no place to go the next. So um, thank you for what you do. Thank you so much, you all. And we will have to be in touch as we get into the new year as a legislate as the legislative uh, session gets going. I've never had the Black Caucus come in on us on the Sunday show, so we will have to uh, connect and hook that up.
0: <laughs> you know they're always working.
1: Thank you so much for what you're doing. We'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. All right. As I just said, you know, one moment you can be in your home, and then the next, you don't have a roof over your head. You literally only have the clothes that are on your back that day. That happened. To multiple people, of course, every week. But this time it happened to somebody who we know near and dear here on Open Lines. And that person is D. Ross. You, Many of you know him as one of the people who once ran for city county council. Outside of that, he's constantly serving as uh, a community leader on the east side. Well, his home caught on fire uh, this week. And total loss. All of it gone. Uh, he lost his dog. Uh, he and his wife are okay but they lost everything including even some of the things he was about to give away for his big uh, Thanksgiving uh, giveaway that he does every year with everything he's been through this week he is still going to be doing his giveaway we're going to talk to him about the week he's had and and how you can help the cause uh here coming up when we talk with D Ross when open lines on Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC continues We
0: want to hear from you. Your thoughts, your views, your voice. We are your eye on the community. It's Open Lines on Hot 96.3. Let's get back to Open Lines, your eye on the community on Hot 96.3.
1: And we are back here on Open Lines on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you from the Radio 1 studios in downtown Indy on this Sunday, November 14th. Uh, Thank you to Raven Ragelle and all she is doing with the Black Entrepreneur Group. Uh, And don't sleep as they're getting ready for uh, their drive to get uh, care kits out this holiday season I just as Thanksgiving is now just a couple of days away. It's weird to say, you know, hey, as she talked about in that, you could have a home over your roof one minute and then literally have no place to go the next. And that could happen to any of us at any time. Uh, and so always remember that. And uh, the living story of that has happened just this week. If you were with us just before the break, I was telling you about our friend D. Ross and, and what he has gone through. He's lost his home. Um, due to a a fire uh, the fire knocked everything out of that house in that uh, d has been in the hospital for the past several days he got out late last night uh, he joins us on our live line here this morning d is out of the hospital uh, he's doing okay his wife is okay but unfortunately they did lose uh, their dog in that fire along with everything else that they own with that said Uh, This time of year, D is normally doing his um, Thanksgiving drive where I remember last year I went to his house to do a story uh, on what he was doing and his basement was filled with turkeys. He had freezers full of turkeys uh, in his basement because he was getting ready to give those out. Um, And I know the same thing was happening this time of year. With that said, he's still trying to do that turkey drive. The man literally has nothing and is still trying to give things away d ross joins us on our live line right now d good morning
5: good morning cameron how you doing today
1: i'm all right man i am good how are you
5: Oh man i'm just you know blessed to still be here you know still be alive and still be able to serve you know um i feel like what god uh called us to do uh me and my wife is bigger than just us you know uh it's it's about serving and, and being obedient to God.
1: You guys um have been through it this week. Um yeah. how how's your wife doing?
5: Um, you know, it's hitting us in different in different days, different moments we have our day. Um where it's kinda hard and challenging, especially grieving and loss of our dog. This like our dog Prince is like our son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just losing him, he's three years old, uh, you know, it's, it's traumatizing, just replaying everything, trying to figure out, you know, what could have been done, how how we could have saved our dog.
1: Now, do you know what happened yet? Tell us what happened when you pulled up and what you've learned since.
5: Yeah, um, I, we still don't know what started the fire, but when I pulled up to the back of the house. Uh, I didn't really see any smoke or anything. The house looked normal. But when I opened the back door, all the smoke just met me at the back door. And it just and, it, and I inhaled a lot of that smoke. That's why I was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, as I walked in a um, little more, I saw fire everywhere. And I started screaming for the dog to come down, and he didn't come. Mm. Uh, they said, the firefighter said, if I would've took one more step, I would've fell into a big hole, uh, that was laying right there in the dining room. Mm. And, and knowing me, you know, I'm like, a, you know, I'm always trying to play superhero mm-hmm. and, uh, thinking I got super, uh, my super cape wrong, but something in my uh, head told me not to take another step and, and go get help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what I did. I called 911. They put me on hold for a long time. And so mm-hmm. I just gave up and, and took off running to the nearest fire station and uh, got their attention. I'm like, man, y'all, don't see, I banged on their doors. I'm like, y'all don't see the smoke in the air? And they're like, oh, we see it. It's like one block up the street. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is ridiculous. And, and so it took them. About an hour and a half to put out the fire, and uh, then it took them about an hour to retrieve our dog. And at that time, he he was die- he had died from the off the smoke, uh, but he was not burnt up. Thank God.
1: Hmm. Um, I know how you feel. I got two dogs, and I would I wouldn't have understood it before I got dogs, but I would have tried to go in and get them too. Um, with you know you for D lives up near the the Children's Museum, so if you've seen that fire that happened earlier this week, that was his, and it's right there by that uh, fire station. Um, D, you guys have lost everything. I saw the videos. Um, the, I re, and I've been in your house when when we did that story last year with the turkeys, um, and so you know from seeing the video, I was like, I remember walking through there. Everything is gone. Yeah. Well, yeah what, what do you you guys literally have nothing right
5: yeah we literally don't have anything don't literally start from scratch
1: you know i never
5: in a million years imagine would imagine that this would have happened to me and my family and so it's definitely like a a reality check uh and just really i think it's a test of faith how 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 strong our faith is right now. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, God's saying how strong our faith is because we believe wholeheartedly everything is going to be restored in full.
1: You guys, um, you've got insurance, right? But you've also got, there's a GoFundMe up that I've seen for you guys. Tell us what's going on.
5: Yeah, so uh, a a friend of ours uh, took upon himself to create a GoFundMe to raise funds for us. 'Cause you know how the insurance is, it takes a long time. Um and we don't have anything for immediate needs, uh, to meet our immediate needs. And so we just try to recover everything as quick as possible. Uh, even with the insurance, uh, it won't cover everything. And so uh, you know, one thing we just try to do is stay positive and optimistic and and, and let people see that see the good out of all of this instead of the bad even though it still hurts and we're still going through it we're still trying to be an example to the community and show that you know um the devil wanted us in that house but god had other plans he made sure that me and my wife wasn't in that house
1: that mm-hmm. morning you know you talk about some of the good in the situation of course and like you said you guys are okay and everything in that house except little prince uh can be replaced um but while you have all of this going on, yeah. um, you are still trying to give away turkeys um, for Thanksgiving. Tell us what you normally do this year, uh, this time of year. And I, I think even last year, we, I even played the story here on, on this show. But tell us what you're normally doing a week or a week and a half ahead of Thanksgiving.
5: Yeah. So every year, uh, this would be what our seventh year, uh, feeding, uh, over three to 400 families, uh, giving them turkeys, hams, and non-perishable items. Uh, so they can have a beautiful Thanksgiving, but also enough food to last them for, to the end of the year. Um, you know, usually we do that every year. Uh, we ran into a few challenges and hiccups this year with the fire, uh, losing everything and trying to figure everything out. But you know, at the end of the day, like like I said earlier on the show, you know, it's not about us. It's about being obedient to what God calls you to do. Uh, so can't nothing stop that show. No devil, uh, no fire. Nothing. And and so the show must still go on, and we want to make sure that we help 400 families this year, uh, make sure they have a beautiful Thanksgiving and and enough food to uh, last them for the rest of the year.
1: We're on the air this morning with D. Ross, a local community leader uh, who has been known for his work uh, on the east side with the Ross uh, Foundation. Um, But D. lost his home this week lost everything in a fire for just joining us with that said, he is still trying to get together his Thanksgiving drive to feed three to 400 families. Um, D, uh, I, I know what effort you put in cause I, I've seen you do it and I've been in, been in the house to see, uh, all the turkeys that you had in your freezers in, in your own home. And I know you keep freezing, you know, you you were looking for freezers last year and you, you had freezers at the Ross foundation and, and different, things. Is is it a similar situation? Did you have turkeys already in the house as well?
5: Um so yeah, that always been the plan, right? To have storage everywhere. Um uh, but uh due to the situation, you know, I'm gonna have to uh uh purchase more turkeys and uh store 'em them uh, at the Ross Center, you know, the community center that we're opening next year. Uh, we may have to put a couple of freezers in there and, uh, and store all the new turkeys. And, and, and this year is going to be different. You know, we're going to have it where it's like a drive-through pickup because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, where they could come through our raw center and pick up the items.
1: So, how can folks help you still pull this off?
5: Yeah. Um, by writing us on our social media account, uh, the Ross Foundation, um, they can inbox us. Um, we ask anybody who want to be a part is donate a couple of turkeys, two turkeys, uh, or some non-perishable items. Anything is better than nothing. The more food we have, the more people we can serve. So instead of 400, it could be 700 families, you know. It's a lot of people we need and so the more turkeys we raise and the more hams we get donated, um, we're able to uh, help more families. Right now just without any donations, it's just uh, we can help uh three to four hundred families. So with donations we could do more.
1: Uh, D. Some folks want to talk to you. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. If you want to help D get this off the ground and get things together, uh, you can call us. Three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. Let's see who's on the phone on line one. Good morning. Who's this?
6: Hey, how you doing, Cameron? D, this brother, Moctez. Good to hear from you, man. First, first of all, I want to give give my uh. Us either email or something uh, where we can, uh, because I'll purchase some turkeys and bring them over there. So you leave leave that information. What what we can do? And then number three, can you just briefly share your uh, opinions and your thoughts on Shauna Major's tweeting? Uh, I've read all the articles, I heard her interview, and heard her talk about uh, not wanting the same players always coming to the table.
1: Mm, Good question. Uh, Thanks. D start with that information for us real quick on how folks can contact you.
5: Yeah, uh so you could email me at the Ross Foundation, T H E Ross Foundation at look And then also, um, you can contact me through our website, trfcommunity.org. dot org. And so you can get in touch with me through there or our social media, uh, the Ross Foundation, and we be able to respond and Get you all the information you need, where you need to deliver the turkeys or or any other food you want to donate, and then also part two, my um, thoughts about Shauna uh, Majors, which is uh, she's done all she can do. You know, she's only one person, and it takes a village. You know, um, and I, and I'm a firm believer that everybody's here for uh, for a, a particular season. And so I feel like her season was, you know, she felt like she took the city of Indianapolis as far as she could, as far as trying to reduce violence, uh, trying to get things in motion, which she did a great job getting things, a lot of things in motion uh, and organized. But now it's on to the staff of the city. You know, what are you going to do now with everything in place? What can you do? What what more can you do, right? And so I feel like everyone has a season uh, to do things in the community um, or to do things uh, in, in their purpose. But sometimes, you know, God will call you to do something bigger, uh, and you got to be obedient to that.
1: Amen. There's your answer. More people want to talk to you, d three one seven two three nine ninety six ninety six. Uh 9696 Majors probably would have been something we would have been talking about this week, but there were some other things that popped up, including this, that I wanted to give some some time to, because um, these are very important. Uh, call her online, too. Good morning. Who's this?
7: Good morning. This is Mahogany.
1: Mahogany, how are you?
7: I am wonderful this morning. Cameron, how are you? I'm
1: good. I'm good.
7: Well, Cameron, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for sharing your platform with such community leaders as uh, D. Ross and the young lady who went um, just before him this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, And I personally met D. Ross um, earlier in the year. He actually held an epic never-before helicopter drop for uh, the Sabbath day, for Easter, for the children on the far east side of Indianapolis, which was something I looked forward to myself, Cameron. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, I am a community leader in the 46218 area code, and I pretty much I come out and we have concessions and we do entertainment the children, so I support those who support others, and I wanted D. Ross on this morning to know that he has the full support of 46218 and Mahogany and family, and we definitely will be to the D. Ross Foundation to drop off um, a lot of uh, dry can uh, dry foods and non-perishable items to go along with some of those turkeys that will be donated.
1: Outstanding! So glad to have your help. Uh, thank you know, you I'm so, so, much, so
7: glad Mahi. to
1: be here. Thank you, D, They're coming in, man. What'd you say? I said that the donations, the help, help is on the way.
5: Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, we're very grateful. You know, because it takes a village. I, I like to tell people all the time, it takes the community to save the community. Mm-hmm. You know, not one person can do it alone. So with all of us together, man, it's only, it's only a man. It's so. Just imagine if 100,000 people, especially of color, did something together,
1: Mm -hmm.
5: how powerful that be.
1: Well, just, I mean, you and Raven and everybody she's working with is an example just this morning of how many different uh, groups – are working this holiday season. And, and then on top of what you got going on, still doing it. Uh, let me take another call. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air. Got about five minutes left in the show. Uh, if you want to talk to D Ross, uh, who is uh, needing some help, getting some turkeys together and and, and probably could use, you you know, to, to help him and his wife get, get it back on their feet. But uh, he's here this morning. Uh, because he's still trying to help people. He's literally in his hour of need and he's trying to help everybody else. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. They're there. We'll we'll come back to them uh, here in a second. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. So D, uh, Thanksgiving, I think, is a week and a half away um what is the best way do you need do, do you need people to um volunteer to donate food or help deliver the food because I know that's a that's an undertaking in itself
5: yeah uh I think the biggest thing is we just need as, as much food as possible so if whatever people could donate would be a blessing whatever God put on your heart to bless Bless us with, man. That would be enough right there. Um, uh, the food giveaway is November twentieth. So
1: November twentieth, you really said. Is
5: we will need a few volunteers to help take these to residents uh, throughout the community, and so and usually we have people over trying to uh, in need of food, and so. Definitely would need assistance. Okay, uh, you got you. Uh,
1: you, you might be getting that because the phones are ringing again. So hang on. Call her online too. Good morning. Who's this? Hello. Hello. You're live on the air. Who's this?
4: Hi. This is uh, Debbie Smith Torrance and uh, Keith Torrance, and we're the Torrance family. Yes, ma'am. And we wanted we want to go pick up two turkeys this morning and bring them over to the Ross Center and some canned goods. We want to offer some love, and we just thank you so much for. His contribution in light of what's going on with him, his selflessness. And I just, we need to help. Our community needs to get up and support. We need to get this out. Where do we come? What do we do? We want to donate $200 for some turkeys.
1: Dee, where did she uh, go? Thank you.
5: Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, uh, definitely uh, email us at the Ross Foundation at com so we can arrange uh, directly, uh, a pickup time, and where we could uh, have a drop-off location.
4: Okay. All right. Well, you got it. Keep doing what you're doing. God is going to bless you and pour you out. And thank you for what you're doing for our community.
1: We need more of you. Thank you. Thank
5: you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I
1: appreciate you. Let me squeeze in, an, let me squeeze in another caller here. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Hello. You're live on the air. Who's this?
4: Hi, good morning. This
7: is Tina Johnson. Hi, Tina. And hi, I'm just getting off work. I'm a registered nurse, and I usually work on Thanksgiving, uh, you know, holiday. But I want to do a cash donation, and I have perishable items that I was going to take to the women's and children's shelter just to try to give back. But I heard you guys on my way home from work, and I want to give back to
0: our community.
1: Dee, give her the information one more time. Yeah. So you could
5: uh send me an email at the Ross Foundation at Outlook dot com and we could arrange a pickup and drop off location. And so I appreciate you uh thinking about us this morning.
7: Yes, I will. I definitely will reach out and I have other uh resources too that I want to share with you to try and get some help to the community that we need. And, and th- hopefully we can try to get like a COVID uh shot uh uh, thing going on for our community because we're not getting vaccinated so if we can put some other things to, in in place i'm definitely willing to donate my time and volunteer to get our community where we need to be
1: that's right up d's alley thank you so much for calling and uh, listening thank and you. thank you for what you do in the hospital we appreciate you
4: thank you uh,
1: d we got just a couple of seconds left on the show uh you've given out your information but Where are you and your wife staying right now? People want to meet up with you, but I know you got a zillion things going on. Where are you guys even living?
5: Yeah, right now we, you know, uh, we're living in a hotel right now. And so that's just temporarily. So we're trying to figure things out as as we take it day by day. Uh, But most importantly, you know, we just ask that everybody keep us in your prayers. Uh, And... um, get involved with, you know, with with our organizations, especially uh, in this time of need, because the work still must go on and we need everyone involved. And so I hope this inspires everyone to uh, get off their, uh, you know, get off take time to make sacrifices, to uh, participate and volunteer with the Ross Foundation. Uh, If you wanna get involved, we need as many people as possible
1: because uh, we have
5: so many different things coming up, not just the food giveaway, but the toy giveaway as well.
1: All right, D-Ross, God bless you and your wife. Thank you for all you do. And as you've heard, help is on the way. You are the man. Thank you, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Open Line Show. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Ruddle. I'm back same time, same stations, next Sunday, live at 8.